0: This is Carol Hansen here, I'm and I'm phoning in from the BBC in uh, in Frompington upon Stratfordshire. And uh, this is the Carol Hansen Show on uh, Channel 4. I think that's one of our television channels, or telly, as we like to say in Britain. Um, the, the first race is the uh, London Oaks, and I've got a horse called... Fiery eyes, and I'm, I'm also extremely racist against Irish people, for some historical reason that no one understands. Uh, joining me today on the Carol Hansen Show is my special guest, Nini Hunter. Nini means something quite different in Britain, but we don't, uh, we don't have to talk about that. Nini, welcome!
1: Uh-huh. Nini! Hello. Carol? Carol? Hello. I don't Hello. know... Are you sh- uh, this this se- this seem? It is you, or is it? This seems kind of kind of sus to me. Kind of sus. No, it's
2: scary, Pretty uh,
1: pretty sus. Uh, what do you think, Mara? I don't know. I feel like we have a kind of imposter situation going mm-hmm. on in here.
3: Sorry, were you talking? to Me, my earbuds were out. <laughs> we should just <laughs> we should just get that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dog needed to go outside.
0: <laughs>
3: oh. Come on, oh. a train wreck already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is t-
1: one imposter. One, only one of the yeah. three of us, and it's not me. It's not me. I was. Uh, I had. A, I had a visual task. I was doing shields.
3: Yeah, it's not me. Can anybody confirm Tim? Can anybody hard yeah, Tim? Can.
0: I just said I did. Okay.
3: <laughs> you hard cleared yourself.
0: <laughs> yep.
3: Galaxy brain Move. All right,
0: let's, move.
2: <laughs> All right <laughs> let's go. The show. This start. Week.
1: Start. <laughs> Greetings, fake horse racing fans. Welcome back to the <laughs> newest, the hottest, the coolest, the insert adjective of your choice here is Sim Horse Racing Podcast. This is The Morning Lion, where we forget about the real world and talk about fake horses instead. I'm Nene Hunter.
3: And I'm Mary J. Russ. I'm very happy to be back after our one week hiatus. How we are you doing?
1: Very happy to be back. And not only are we happy to be back, we're happy to bring on our very not special, dishonorable imposter guest only tim matthews
0: tim matthews Hi. welcome back
3: tim matthews tim matthews
0: thank you this is the only based and horse-pilled podcast on the internet so i'm glad to be here
1: oh thank you that means that means a lot to us <laughs> it, it should <laughs> uh yes we are recording this on week in week nine on day three of week nine which makes it wednesday it is specifically wednesday december 16th at 8.24 p.m. Central Standard Time, because that's the only time zone that matters. And we're going to be talking about... Yes, we are going to be talking about the Friday Week 9 races. We're going to go over the London Oaks, the London Derby. that are going to be in the calls, the Louisville Classic, Long Island Acorn. And then we're going to talk about the granddaddy of them all, uh, the Long Island Classic.
3: Correct. That is what we are doing.
1: One, two, three, break. I agree. Uh, Okay for the london oaks i feel like there's un- like actually not a ton to talk about i mean there is one major thing in the london oaks and her name is fiery eyes owned by uh owned and bred by carol hansen i know carol made a cameo uh here earlier on the show i don't know where she went i don't know uh, what happened to her
3: yeah, yeah. Kind of there is weird. one imposter among us can we i'm gonna stop referencing
1: <laughs> no that's this is our new brand <laughs> this is our new brand. If you don't play Among Us, you should start. It's free. It's
3: cool. It's fun.
0: It's gonna be um, go out of style in approximately three weeks. Yeah, so get it in out time.
3: Three weeks ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No. True.
3: It just released on the Switch. Yeah, so that's a big deal. Apparently,
1: it's it's it runs smoothly. I think. Take it from me. Okay. Anyway, I digress. Back to the London Oaks. Yes, Carol, what may or may not have been here earlier, but she does have fiery eyes in this race, and. I don't like to do the thing where it's, like, this horse versus everybody else. I don't really love that narrative where it's a one-horse race. But I'm really hard-pressed to find a different narrative to capture this race, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think
0: agree. this race is all about uh, purple sashimi for Glenn Escobar.
1: <laughs> uh, state your case.
0: I, it's, um, no. <laughs>
2: okay. Okay. <laughs>
3: You know that's good when he's just like ah no nah. no <laughs> no nah. uh purple
1: sashimi does look to be about the second or third choice in here uh she's the only other six figure earner in the field behind fiery eyes uh so maybe she uh could mount a possible threat to undoubtedly i think the best filly in the land uh best turf router in the land i also think filly ork mm-hmm. uh the other horse in here that might if this was real, that might take a little bit of money, is uh, tight to me. But uh, for Laura Ferguson, uh, a steward bred by deputy governor out of the Nice Mare by your side, uh, she has one stakes race to her name, but uh, finished seventh in the Bun Barrette, uh three weeks ago. So in this case, I think it's kind of just going to be the fiery ass show. I hope this isn't a jinx. Carol, if she loses, I'm really sorry. <laughs>
3: I'm oh, really sorry loses, if we to there's, no there's
1: no chance. Oh, it's, that's okay. Carol, Um, I'll DM you my address uh, later on so you can uh, do whatever you need to do and carry out justice if uh, she loses. I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen. I know there are bigger goals for Carol anyway. This is very much just a, meant to be an easy kind of prep. This race doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Of course, you want to see her win it, but I know she's using this... Yeah,
0: the $400,000 grade one is the easy prep for the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah, we love that. That's that correct. When you have a horse that good. I mean, the reason this race <laughs> is so light is because Fire Eyes is in it. Like nobody else wants to run against her.
1: Yeah, who would? Why would you want to just It's like answering a it's like being disclaimer this did not happen to me, but let's pretend I was an AP Calculus and I was just so clearly not the best one, but I was sitting next to the best one and every single time we would answer the question that the teacher would ask, but only the really smart one would get it right. That's how I think. The other people yeah. you know, feel. I, I, I need to restate that. I'm, I do not speak for <laughs> Couldn't me. Couldn't have been me. But yeah, fiery ice, single.
3: Yeah, single.
1: Good luck you
3: know what else is
0: a single?
1: Go <laughs> all in the race. Go on.
3: You know who else is a single? Probably Velar in the London Derby.
0: Ooh, transition.
1: Transition. Transition.
3: Yeah. Um. The ho- actually, you know what? There is an undefeated horse in here that I have not seen. Yeah, what
0: I was I've to say. I've seen, it. I've seen the horse, and the reason why I've seen it is because...
3: You're looking uh, you're at the past performances right now.
0: Yeah, No, Seth's Resolve beat my horse last out, my horse who I actually bought off, Carol, um, Oh, sucks Yeah, no, it was... Yeah, uh, well... <laughs> you know. Sorry, Tim, I don't mean to be mean.
3: Oh,
0: no, it's fine. He just hasn't, you know... He'll make his money back at some point, otherwise, Carol, just kidding. Fine. I own the first three. That's actually a lilibet son. I own the first three of uh, lilibet just on accident for some reason. So that's just kind of fun. General aside. So what, what were we talking about?
3: <laughs> we're talking about the London Derby, which your horse is not entered. Oh in.
0: yeah. Oh no, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: for
3: sure Yeah. So obviously, Headliner and Here's Villar was a neck behind Fire Eyes in the bumbery since, and he was like, so he was weird because he breaks his mane and He was like pretty good, and then he goes in a Game Point Sired stakes. And then busts out a 99, wins the Stewards' Cup off that effort, and then is undefeated, except for uh, that Fiery Eyes tangle. So that's that's interesting to me. Very unconventional way to get to be a grade 1 stakes winner.
0: Yeah. I love it when the Game Point sires are uh, something good.
3: hmm Yeah. There's also to- a $1,000 claimer in here, so that's cool.
0: Which one is that?
3: Fleur me. But kind of like the oaks, oh, I think this one's kind of a. Well, actually, you know what? This one's got a little bit more of a matchup.
1: I agree. I was gonna say I've actually been speaking into my microphone for the last uh, like minute, but it like and, and wondering why are they ignoring me? But I was just yeah,
3: because like, you're <laughs> muted. <laughs> it happens every episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say my my warm take. It's not. It's just barely warm. It's like you're trying to get the hot water on in the shower, but it just won't get there. It's that warm. <laughs> That's you know? the worst
3: feeling in the world.
1: <laughs> but that's that's the temperature of my take. Uh, and I think Valar could lose this one. I think, like, speed figures aside, I know he, like, ran a harder race in that game point-sired stakes, like, mathematically, whatever. But pretty safe to say the Louisville Bunbury against Fiery Eyes was the most difficult, uh, kind of gut-churning race of his career. I'm We would have said he ran his eyeballs out. Uh, to finish second. And I think that puts him in a slightly more vulnerable position here. Uh, of course the same could be applied for fiery eyes, but I think the quality of horses that Velar is up against is uh, a little bit significantly better. A little bit significantly. There's a juxtapose. Uh oh. Um are All a three bit of us are
3: drinking. Also, I have to um I have to interrupt you by saying my dog just walked back into my room. He's making his bed now, he's wearing a Christmas sweater. I don't one one know is how Hello. this happened, Joey. Hi, Joey. Okay. Hello. Oh, he actually stopped and looked at me like instantly, even though he can't hear anything.
1: What a good boy.
3: He knows. Okay. Uh, but anyway. yes, I
1: think I think it's possible. <laughs> I think it's po- f- to the fake horses. Uh, I think it's possible Velar uh, could come up a little bit short. I think unlikely, but I think uh, Seth's resolve could show his resolve and sneak in there.
3: Uh-huh. What about thirteen point five million dollar purchase, Warlock?
1: Uh, oh, oh. yeah. I mean, he f- he finished uh behind Seth's Resolve in his last two starts, and not like just behind him, like multiple lengths behind him both times. So yeah.
0: Actually, now that I say that, I'm looking at the horse, and uh, it- it's possible. I think I don't know. Anything could happen in turf route. The horses are very weird. You have these horses that all work like fifty-eight-two on five furlongs, and then some of them are like volar and bust out ninety-nines every week, and some of them are like. Um, my horses that are they struggle in grade threes. um but I think I think is gonna win. Uh, I think I like that this is only his third start of the year. He's had enough time in between his really tough efforts to sort of uh, rejuvenate and uh, I think he'll win by open lengths. nice.. Thank mm-hmm. you.
3: Shall we go into the Louisville Classic then now that we're done? <coughs> really? Very- um sloppily previewing the London races. Did you just say, no, this is my podcast?
1: I think we did a great <laughs> job previewing the London races, first of all.
3: yeah, I don't
1: think anyone mm-hmm. could have done a better job.
2: Same.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Louisville Classic. <laughs> uh, the first one entered in here is Blue Bayou for Rochelle Tahatsi. Uh, this guy's by Blue Bayou out of a nice bred dam called I See You. Uh, was last seen finishing uh, pretty well-beaten fifth in the Baltimore Special two weeks ago. Uh, he is pretty nice, though. He has multiple uh, stakes wins. Uh, Two grade three wins, actually, and a listed stakes win. Uh, he comes in here, I think, uh, pretty c- clearly outclassed by the the top two or three in this race. Uh, Danny has two entered in here. I can't see him running for them. I think he takes one out. Um, but behind those two, I think he is uh, significantly better than the others that are entered in the field. And I think uh, Rochelle kind of turning on the trainer cap and knowing that this is a place where she could get up onto the board for some good money for a decent horse.
3: Okay, next up we have one of Danny's. We'll see if this one stays or goes. This one's Galaxy's Edge. Uh, pre- uh, Baltimore Crown winner, not Preakness winner, of last year. And he won the Pegasus earlier this year. He was, like, really weird in the desert. Finished 10th of 12, weirdly. like Weird. Um, yeah, he was last, like, most, like, pretty much the entire way, and they just had nothing to, just nothing going on, so... He needs to rebound off two kind of subpar efforts in Saudi and the desert. I guess Saudi's not too bad. He still ran an 89 in, in the fifth place.
1: Um, if I could interject, if I if I may, and I yeah. will. Um You know, looking at this guy's pedigree, you wouldn't think it, but I don't I think I don't think he wants a mile and a quarter against the best. I don't think he wants to be running ten furlongs against Karzan. Which is Ziggy funny because he was
3: he was second and he beat those horses. Karzan and Ziggy start, well not Ziggy. But he beat Carson in the Derby. I and know.
1: And then weird. he was like, never mind after
3: that. <laughs> just kidding. Psych.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and usually, like, runners up, runner ups, is that it? Runner ups in the Derby do pretty well after? At the cl- classic distance? Runners up? That one. That's, that's I what so, I said. I <laughs> that's what no, I said. No, it's
3: runner ups. What are you guys talking about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it I just think it's a first to crazy second. The horses who finish second in the Derby usually go on to like do, uh, run back to that effort in like the mile and a quarter races. But he has not run a lick at a mile and a quarter since the the Derby, which is funny. So I think if he no, if he Danny won the does, awesome Derby. He won the. He's never easy. mind, I'm stupid. I am full on. I am. Well, what dumb. was
0: that field? I think it was kind of a bogus field, though.
1: It kind of was. I did say a mile and a quarter against the best. Yeah. And that field oh. was not the best. Rip to the sorry to the other four. People that rendered in that race, but um, stands. Yeah, yeah. He, this. I think this is a good spot for him.
0: <sighs> yeah. Okay. Great. Um. So <laughs> next up, we have Kentucky Roses for Todd Lucas. This is a Danny Derby bred horse. He's been running in uh, conditions races for I think his entire life. Um. He's coming off some claiming races. He finished fourth at a grade three. Not a whole lot to crow about here, but it looks like he's on an upward trajectory. As far as a career path, so you know maybe he will surprise and earn a check here if one of the other horses scratches Kentucky Roses. Right,
3: could have claimed him for thirty grand at the start of the. Yeah,
0: missed out. Could have claimed him for sixty-five thousand dollars. There you Three. go.
1: Next one up here, uh, Pride Indeed. This is one for Robert Goldsmith, an uh, Eric Nalbone bred Eric. Gotta love him. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Can't can't get away from Eric. Eric is Eric is great. Um, but yeah, this guy is three for fifteen, uh, coming off of a win in a non-winners of four in Hawaii. This guy has not won a stakes race ever. This would be it would be wild if he got up for his first stakes win in the Grade One Louisville Classic, but I do not uh, foresee this happen happening. Uh, I I do anticipate like maybe he or one of the other uh, weaker horses in this race uh, scratches by post time, but that but that's him. And for now, he's here. And if he's here. It means he can get money.
3: Okay, next up, we have Red Carpet Mama for Steve Hanley, a filly. Uh, a white filly. A white filly, a white yes. <laughs> 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 oh, the mare's white, that's why. I'm like, why, why is it? Hey, you know what, though? But a white filly just won in Japan, so in real life. I was going to
1: say, a grade one, the first white horse to win a grade one.
3: So it's not... It's not out of the question anymore. Even though white horses have been, I think there were a couple in all weather. Anyway, we're getting off track. This horse also <laughs> has kind of been running through conditions 3 for 14 lifetime. Uh, He had, like, some pretty... This year, he's had some pretty nice efforts, even though he's kind of, like, been flip-flopping. So his first start this year was a 66, then comes back with a 90, then runs another 66, then runs a 91. So he, it's kind of a toss-up which horse you're going to see. Um... The fact that she's a Philly too doesn't give me a ton of hope, considering there are some other ah, ah, some other good colts in here. Oh God you I, started, I started talking and then um I had the vodka burps, and I'm like, no, not right now. I can't, <laughs> okay. I can't handle this right now. Um, yeah, no it's uh
0: it but she's she's cool all right <clears> Tim. <throat> Uh, next up is Spaychon. It's Spaychon. That's how you pronounce it. I'm waiting for Danny to get mad at me. Um, <laughs> but what is there to say about uh, the great mayor Spaychon? I I would know if I had prepped for this. Um, <laughs> she's okay. She's good. Now she's pretty good. She's coming off four straight losses, though. That's not good. But um, she's been running well in all but one of those races, which is fine. And I'm sure she'll be fine here. I think she's is the favorite. I would venture to say she loves the distance. She and won this race last year. She won this race last year with a Wasn't ninety-eight.
3: She dead heated with parts unknown. Yes,
0: it is. Yes, she half won this race last year. Um, and uh, you know, great horse, five years old. It'd be Rare to see that for a for a mare in this game. But good on Danny. Good luck, Danny. Spay, Sean.
3: Correct. Oh, I don't get to talk Spay-chan. about Witted. What do you want to talk about? Weighted.
0: <laughs> usually talk about Witted. It's fine. You know what? I don't want to talk about Witted.
3: No, you can- Tim, we're gonna- this is what we're gonna do. Nini's gonna talk about no, I don't again. want to. And then- <laughs> This is why it's impossible. Having Tim on as a guest, we only bring him on like, what's year. He <laughs> Nini, you're muted. No, it's fine. Do whatever you want. I am muted. I was
1: laughing so hard. I was like, this is gonna add substance.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. If you're <laughs> muted... What a train wreck of an episode already.
1: <laughs> Every, nobody is listening right now. We're talking to ourselves. That's true.
3: Talk about Witted and then Tim is definitely not going to say anything about her. Right. He, the, right. the mayor. Sorry, stunning. She, he's not going to say anything about the mayor. We'll-
0: oh, go ahead and talk about her. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we're talking about Witted? Yeah, we're talking about Yeah, about you are, yeah. I'm talking about Witted. Okay. I say I say as I check if my microphone is on. Uh Witted is by Night Eyes out of uh the swordmare stunning, who Tim currently owns. And I right. don't remember if he is upset with her right now or not. I don't think he is. I don't think so. Don't think so. It could change. It could change day to day. Yeah, I mean
0: the last two folds are stakes, lay bloomers, so that's kinda nice. I mean the one was a freak, so I'm kinda pissed about that, but
1: yeah. You know. And then down right the gallop fine. change, so rip. Just yeah. fine. Witted has been better than fine, though. Witted only has kind of thrown in one clunker in his whole career, too, I guess, if you want to count the Midsummer Classic, but he was probably just overwhelmed and tired. He didn't show up in the Long Island Classic as a three-year-old, and then sort of didn't show up in the Midsummer Classic after a really tough campaign to start off his career. Uh, pretty well established, but I'm gonna tell tell it again. Uh, this guy was held back until he was three by Cleopatra. When he galloped freak, she threw him onto the derby trail. And he went out there uh, blazing, winning his maiden, and then he won the Hot Springs Derby, and then he was third in the Louisville Derby, second in the Baltimore Crown, uh, before tailing off a little bit. But after he did that, he went and won uh, two minor stakes races before finishing second in the Saudi Cup, and he just won the Baltimore Special, so he is really...
0: Hey, Cleo. You should be lucky that I didn't do an impression of you at the beginning of the episode instead of Carol. (laughs) Oh, no. Just kidding. Just kidding. I will never do that. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Remember only- last year when we brought Tim on and his whole gig was that he's gonna go after Cleo or something? <laughs> it just turned into look out, Cleo, Tim's on <laughs> the
0: Yeah, but then she killed Dylan for me, so we're all good now.
3: Oh my yeah.
1: God, Cleo was great, a great sport.
0: We, <laughs> yeah, she we
1: is. love Cleo on this on this show.
3: Oh, okay, we should move on.
1: <laughs> we should. Let's do it.
3: Okay, next up we have the Long Island Acorn going a mile and a half. In New York. Uh right now we've got eleven of twelve entries entered. So our first one we're gonna go we're gonna go with uh Rochelle Zahatsi's can't beat luck. This one's by super out of Napa Rose. Is that the Napa Rose?
1: <laughs> Stupid Napa Rose. I hate that mare. Not re- like, <laughs> no, I do.
3: That makes her a half to catch a can. Interesting. Okay. Um okay, yeah, I guess it was a Mike Mike eaten bread, so I'm like like I-, I was like I- is-, is is was she leased out recently? Anyway. My own little things. She, anyway, she comes in off, uh, off of a maiden victory, put up an 83. She's most likely a long shot because it's tough for horses to come in off of st- just straight off of their maiden victories. And these are like really nice fillies. So we'll see what happens. But yes.
0: Okay. My turn. Correct. Um. Okay. Up 33 for Danny Derby. This is a homebred out of Let It Go. Uh, that that The mare that nobody's ever heard of and the sire james dean who also nobody's ever heard of jeez this is a pedigree on this horse
3: yeah what an um, outcross
0: <laughs> um yeah okay club 33 i think danny is angry at this horse or was angry at this horse for not being as much of a freak as he thought it was going to be and that it should be given the pedigree um but i mean she's fine she just she's coming off a of 93 um two weeks ago and uh she wants the lead um she took a while to get going. Broken maiden third out, but um, without looking at the rest of this field, I'd say the horse is probably fine. That's my that's my guess here.
3: It's a good call. Also, when is I feel like Danny's horses kind of cycle be hit between him being mad at each and every one of them. <laughs> like, yeah, there's never a horse know. that he's like fully happy with.
1: Yeah, never. Yeah. Not even Blue Bayou. I think it's- I think he was happy with Blue Bayou for like three minutes.
3: Anyway. Nice derby win. <laughs>
2: now get out of here.
1: Okay. Next one of these is uh, Faithless Love. This is a nicely bred filly for Nina Olsen. He is by Merlin. Underrated sire Merlin. Uh, we should all breed to him. He's really cool.
3: No free ads.
0: True.
1: No free ads, but it's true. <laughs> Merlin
0: is Elise, pay up. Elise, whatever you want. <laughs> um,
1: yes, uh, Faithless Love. Not a whole lot to base from her race record. She... Uh took two tries to break her maiden or three tries really to break her maiden, was fourth in two stakes races. She's coming off of a non-winners of two win with a 92. Uh but uh she has a quick work uh for five furlongs and really her pedigree is where it's at. <clears throat> Way back in the in older sim, not old old sim, uh there was this thing, the Sim Olympics, and Tim can correct me if I'm wrong because I I still think I was pretty new. Uh, for all of that, and as were like the, the players were split up into teams and stuff, and the winning team would get to breed, sleep, to dream this really nice, uh, really really well bred steward bred super mare, and so Nina's team won, and that's how they got uh, the second dam of this horse wearing the roses. That mare got passed around, and then this horse is a descendant of that. So that's the cool uh, mini story behind this one. Uh, Merlin wow, is we're speedy. very in depth. It was. It was too We're almost there, too in depth.
2: Yeah, that was like. <laughs> okay, was so I just looked at girl.
3: wearing the roses ownership history, and that is just un. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a regular horse's history. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> given to this person. Given to this person. Given to this person. Sold to this person. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> yes, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> just for that, uh, Merlin. The Merlin on the sire side says go shorter, but she has father Ralph. On the damn side, and then uh, the sleep to dream line liked long. So, who knows? Let's try it out.
0: You no, know, I always thought of Father Ralph as more of a short influence because uh, I don't know, Nini, if you remember, Father Ralph threw a lot of Milers in his day. I know he, he had That's Marilyn Williams. Father Ralph was uh, like, really well known as a Miler. He didn't really persist in pedigrees as a Miler, I don't think. I, mean, I don't know. I don't pay attention to Milers. I and mean, it could really go either way with Father Ralph.
1: That's a, You know what? You're right. I'm looking at his top earners and like Reverend Jameson is his top earner, and that was a short route horse marilyn million really the only one who wanted long i didn't let it go do really well in this race the another top earner father ralph yeah she did but she lost rip
3: she um, was um like a precocious she was a little more precocious Ugh, early speed like kind of she won the juvenile i want to say juvenile Phillies.
1: yeah she did yeah. yeah father ralph
3: that was kind of where her signature wins came from
1: thank you for the the check the history check
3: tim welcome thank you okay moving right along uh, <laughs> next up is idea of you for Jeanette. What about F- what about flirkin? What
1: Flurkin is, is my
2: tablet.
3: was there. Just a horse entered in here as we were recording. Oh my god, that's never. Ugh, there was <laughs> legit. I hadn't refreshed it in like half an hour, and there's another horse in here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude, twelve out of twelve.
1: <laughs> Susie with the late snipe.
3: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's go with Flurkin first. Um, she com- She came into the Louisville Oaks undefeated. Um, debuted in a grade one ended up winning that and then just kind of went through a couple oaks preps and then she was six closed from 11th um i don't really know too much about that damn sire. if he can if he's like produced longer influences you know obviously saint nicholas day is a little i think he's a little more classic-y slash more on the short side so we'll see if she can get this distance. But like, hunches, no.
0: Yeah. So, I was trying to buy the dam of this horse and I'm kind of mad that I didn't because she won a lot of money on the track, but I'm kind of happy that I didn't because she didn't do a whole lot in the shed, except for this one.
3: Yeah. I feel like Tim's got a story about trying to buy a lot of mares that end up producing <laughs> like grade one runners.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I've been here too long. Okay. Next up is idea of you for John except this is a steward bred this this horse has uh, one of those pedigrees those steward bred pedigrees it's like yeah I mean it's good but it's not great Um, but John knows how to get the most out of uh, this type of horse and you can see it here Um, she's run 291 speed figures not bad um, she kind of uh, fell flat in the Louisville Oaks, but that's fine. Um, I think she could easily bounce back here if she wanted to. Um, the one concern would be distance, of course. Uh, Doctor Who is the damsire here. And so, of course, he's known mostly for milers, um, which is fine. I mean, I've been saying that distance is a myth. I don't think it's real. <laughs> I think if you, <laughs> if you have any route in the pedigree, then you can run a route race at any distance at all. And you're going to be just fine. I think people make too much of, uh, uh, since people care too much about it. Wow. Words are really, really, really sweet tonight. Um, so yeah, idea of you probably not going to win here, but Hey, um, John wins these races with these types of horses all the time. So don't rule it out.
3: She also beat the Oaks winner in her start before the Oaks.
0: I would have known that if I had been paying attention.
3: There you go. Remember when Nini thought hold us together was going to be a top. Like her best horse, and then Kingdom Come was like, "Wait, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold, yeah, us <laughs> hold us together. Hold us together is just like see you later. <laughs> I am guy. out.
1: <laughs> he hold us together is special to me in a different way that Kingdom Come is not, though. I love that guy. He's cool. That's cute. Segway, segway oh. into another cool horse. A horse that, if you frequent the forum, you probably saw Lily Wilkins post uh, how excited she was about this horse. The next one is Malicious Mischief. I did say that correctly. Thank you. Um, malicious, ma- <clears throat> malicious Mischief. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> malicious Mischief by Dave Matthews, man, out of a uh, James Dean mare, just kissed me. Wildly good pedigree on this one. Lily Wilkins leased the dam for like eight million dollars, I think. Yeah, eight million dollar lease for for Lily Wilkins. That's crazy. Um so wild. technically
3: this horse cost a million and whatever Dave Matthews band's stud fee is. Yeah. Um <laughs> 8
1: honestly, million
3: though, and $90. plate Let's just round it up to eight point one. <laughs> eight point one million.
1: Honestly though, fair price. I commend Lily for going for it. I know it's crazy to written. spend yeah that much on a mare lease, but like Lily knew it was up. Even like it sucks in the sense that this mayor has not really done anything with her life yet. Uh, she's two for five, has finished third, uh, broke her maiden first out, and then was kind of nowhere in a state bred, then didn't win a non-winners of three, won an allowance. And uh, according to Lily Wilkins, this filly improved on the last uh, Gallup change on uh, week eight, day seven. So she is a new freak. Uh, I think it's a bold move to kind of come off of a loss in a -a non-winners-of-three and into the Long Island Acorn, regardless of uh, the jump. But one person on this podcast had a similar situation where uh, she threw a horse into the Desert World Cup for his third lifetime start, and that ended up being not okay in that race, but it was okay later down the line. So, a bold move here. Uh, Honestly, I... I'm not sure how I feel about, like, that move into such a strong race. You never know, maybe she bloomed to a super freak, though, and she's just gonna kind of run circles around these guys, but it's a, a big risk to take, but if it pays off, like, man, Lily Wilkins gonna look like, make everyone look like a fool.
3: Plus, like, she spends 8.1 million on this horse, technically, and, like, she has a filly, yeah. and this, I'm I'm- assuming dave matthew's band because he's so great at everything is gonna be like the best broodmare sire too so you know oh, yeah
1: also the price point is another good thing to put to bring up like yeah you spent eight like 8.1 million dollars on this horse why not throw her in the long island acorn as a yeah, you know. as a new freak you know what i redacted yeah. it. lily run in this race you go you go girl you go to
3: the wolves all the time yeah Let's like go. why not <laughs>
1: In this case, literally,
3: like My no good reason not to be conservative <laughs> <laughs> with your horses. Okay. Anyway, we should move on now. Okay. Oh, next, we have "Never Enough" for Rebecca Never Pepper. Never, <laughs> Never. Are you done? We'll see. Ah, oh, Christ. Okay. Um, this horse. I know Rebecca was like pretty. Um, she was like, God, I hope this horse has a fast enough pace to run at or, like, one day she'll get a fast enough pace to run at and then she did and she won and I'm pretty sure Nini and I picked her. One of us maybe picked her. Uh, You picked her, I didn't. (sighs) That's awesome! Bye Alonzi out of uh, Dragonfly Mare who we couldn't pronounce the name of last time and I'm not going to try now because all the vodka's kicking in now and I'm so wired again.
0: (laughs) It looks like Glindwer.
3: Yeah, I think it's Glinder.
0: Glinder, okay. I'm something honest, that's, that's like anyway, yeah. or something. <laughs> I, Welsh.
3: Welsh? Carol. Like, she would know. It looks like a Lord of the Rings name to me. That. But anyway, that's just me. Anyway, this horse won the Baltimore the yeah, Baltimore Oaks last out. Uh first stakes win. So nice to get your first stakes win in a pretty nice grade one. Um Feat I've loved before, who's one of the most royally bred fillies in the sim, I would say. Um and yeah, that's her. As has been stated by her owner, she needs a fast pace to close into, so you're up, Tim.
0: (laughs) Okay, next up, Perfect Shadow for Durzo Blint. Durzo Blint, I know that this is a freak, if you couldn't tell by the workouts, um, Durzo is very pleased with this horse. Out of the mare, Elcita by Alonzi, and then uh, by Dave Matthews Band. This is inbred, let me do my math. 2 by 3 to Doctor, thank you very much. She looks good. I think she's due for a signature win. I would worry about the distance. Mile and a half seems too long. But as I said before, distance is not real. Distance isn't it? <laughs> distance is Absolutely fake. So words I words aren't this real. <laughs> words are also not real. Um, Perfect Shadow looks pretty good here. Um, maybe not top of the top, but maybe. I mean, career high ninety two. I mean, the workouts are fantastic. So. so, you know, looking at the rest of the field. Kind of low nineties, I would say. So, yeah, I, I would say that she's very live here. Perfect shadow for Durzo Blint.
1: Next is a uh, Silent Suzuka. This is a a nice filly for Danny Derby. That Danny everywhere. Hate it. Not really. Good
3: Imagine friend. being that yeah.
1: guy. Get on. Yeah, sheesh. Easy life. He's kind of checked out of the sim right now. He like he has all of these horses and all of these nice races, and he's kind of oh. not with it right now. He's got a lot of stuff going on in real life. He just like nothing bad but don't want to like broadcast what's going on to like the people but anyway he's (laughs) he's he's busy yeah he's busy in a good way but he's checked out and he still has all of these crazy good horses uh running in these races did this horse run in the louisville oaks and the baltimore oaks and still did okay yep okay i'm gonna think about (laughs) that and i'm gonna put that in my back pocket for the next time we have M on the show anyway anyway that's crazy uh silent suzuka by danny's really nice stallion dancer who i know uh underrated under i was gonna say emma's lauded him but he's kind of like i mean every dirt router not named dave matthews band is kind of like in the shadow so kind of he's really a really nice uh really well-bred uh sire you're not gonna find a better pedigree on a horse than this by a derby winner out of a derby winner crazy anyway that's dancer uh Anyway, all this to say, really uh, nice uh, sire on the top. The The bottom of the pedigree doesn't really look like your typical Danny Derby filly. You're missing all of uh, his kind of signature names, like uh, Wish Upon a Star and Let It Go and like Paint the Night or Nowhere in Here. Uh, this horse kind of comes from uh, Pete's Dam, actually Pete's uh, filly, from the partnership that he and Danny and someone else, I don't know, had a couple of years back. Uh, But this is a really nice filly. She uh, did well, won the Inglewood Starlet at two, uh, came into the Oaks as a a pretty big favorite, I would say, before running a respectable fourth, Uh, came back in that Baltimore Oaks, and got third, uh, weirdly enough. And now she's here. Don't think the distance is going to be a big deal. She's by dance, out of a Gryffindor mare, and then after the disco and keyboard courage are further back in the pedigree. I think she's fine. I think she's live. She can win this. That's Silent Suzuka.
3: Nice. Next up, we have another, like, very well-bred horse by Follow Your Fate, Out of the Sky is Blue, who tangled with the boys back in her career. She was a Louisville Oaks winner, too. Um, she's only won a grade three. She hasn't won since week 13 of last year. Um, during, in that race, though, she did beat Silent Suzuka, and she was third against the boys last out. Um, yeah, I don't have really much else to say on her, except that she's... she. she d- Steven likes to run his fillies against the boys sometimes so she like she ran against max maximus in the fountain of gold so her her prep schedule looks a little bit weird but yes that's about all i have to say on her i loved her damn when she ran she was like one of the first horses when i joined the sim that i religiously followed
0: yeah she was big we thought that she was going to be kind of like i will let you know for a while Mm -hmm. all right next up is tiffany for chris bobby i love it when people name their horses. Human names, as if they're like little humans. That's that's cool.
1: Is there not a? uh, Sorry to interject here, but is there not like a turf sprint triple winner, whatever that's called, named Steve?
0: Yes, Steve. Yes, there is.
1: Steve, love
0: that guy. And you can't even find him in the sim museum. You literally have to look him up and using the search function to find Steve, the horse, the one, the two-year-old turf triple. (laughs) Um. So yeah, Steve and Tiffany. Great, great names. Love it, Tiffany. Okay, Tiffany. Um coming off a career-high 92 speed figure. Uh, the rest of the race history is a little bit suspect um, because she's only won two races. That's a maiden and a non-winners of two. So it's a bit of a jump in class here. Um, and the speed figures were also pretty low until um, two weeks ago. So, but we'll see, I mean, the workouts are all there. The pedigree is definitely there. This is uh, out of the mayor, Ringleader, which is uh, comes from the lower family, Agent Keen. Um and by Blue Bayou, which is, of course, a, a horse that needs no introduction. So I won't give it to him. Great. That's Tiffany.
3: <laughs> I think that Tiffany has a bit bigger of a shot because, like, she got really unlucky in her in that grade one start, went to her knees, and then she was on mm. the rail. So, but that's, that might just be me. <laughs> I think she just got unlucky. She's like, she was only beaten by a head. So it's enough to make you wonder, like, if she was beaten by three lengths, I would say, like, yeah, no, but like. She made it pretty close against a horse that's in here. So, Good
0: point. Anyway. The horses that are in here. Two horses. And the next one.
3: Oh yeah. One more. Yeah, she did. One beat more.
1: One. Uh, Tiffany beat Tiffany beat this uh, next horse. Uh, this is Toronto, gal. Did I say that right?
3: You did say that
1: right. Thank you, Toronto. You don't say the T. That's what I've learned.
3: You don't say the second one.
1: You don't say the second right. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> um, make
3: fun of the people who say Toronto that way in the, in this part of this country. <laughs>
1: That, I, I endorse that. Anyway, uh, this Philly is another one by Merlin. Uh, this one out of a James Dean Mare uh, traces back to Marilyn Million, so tons of uh, distance on the on the bottom side here. Uh, coming off of a third-place finish in the Little Lamb Stakes behind Club 33 and Tiffany. Before that, one uh, beat M- Malicious Mischief in a sponsored uh, mile-and-a-quarter race and broke her maiden second out, won an allowance after that. Hasn't really put her name on the map yeah, but she's trying to do here. Toronto Gal.
3: Correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Correct.
0: Like, how we're all waiting like, until the next person starts talking. It's good. Alright. we we'll move on to the next race.
3: Yes, the we'll move on daddy.
1: to the classic. The big apple. The large, uh, The acorn. large fruit. The large fruit. I don't know why I said acorn. We were talking about the acorn. The large fruit. The behemoth vegetable. Anyway, go on.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, this is the Long Island Classic, mile and a half on dirt, uh third leg of the American Triple Crown, which is not on the line this year with the win of best or not with the win of winds of mayhem in the Baltimore Crown. I'm going to refresh this to make sure I don't get screwed again. Yeah, there are 13 entries, so I don't I'm not going to accidentally skip over a horse. Um so let's just get on into it. First horse we have is Astro for Danny Derby by Mr. Awesome out of Work of Art. Obviously this pedigree screams I want to go this distance and possibly longer. Um, So I think he's well suited here. But uh, his previous outing was not so successful. He was pretty well beaten 12th in the Louisville Derby. Um, Ran at 51. Before that he was third in the New York, New York. Won the Rising Star. Um, I know Danny was super like he was pretty high on this horse, um, like Ert when he broke his maiden, because he's like, oh man, I got, got two, two big two-year-olds, meaning him and Kobe, and then Astro just kind of hasn't really lived up to his expectations. So we'll see how this, how this, how he goes. Also, this is a Scott Island horse, one of a couple in this race. So yeah, I think yep. we'd be remiss if we don't mention Scott on this podcast. Of course,
0: true,
1: the goat, truly the greatest of all time.
0: Next up is Best Revenge. Uh, you'll remember this horse from the Louisville Derby, which he won uh, three weeks ago, and then he <laughs> <laughs> finished fourth.
3: Not a big deal.
0: The race following that, uh, which is the Baltimore Crown. Uh, Best Revenge For a second, I is... thought you were
3: like, you're going to know this horse because he was second in the Tremendous Stakes. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> I thought
0: was going to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Best Revenge is a half-sibling to This Is Our Year. Um... So, uh, This Is Our Year was a horse that really didn't want to go past uh, nine and a half furlongs, even though he was by James Dean. So, you have to wonder a little bit about the distance, because this is Dave Matthews Band, who is, I would guess, furs shorter than James Dean.
3: But... Yeah, I said that, but this horse is ultimate proof that distance is a myth, because I, it's, it's I wrote my article <laughs> I that... This horse is like... A, I think Nini said this too, that this horse was a single in the Baltimore Crown. He wins the Derby and is fourth in the Crown. Like, are you kidding me? Distance is fake. This horse was tailor made to be a Baltimore Crown winner, and he's like, nope, not for me. I already got the roses. Distance is fake. Distance is
0: Correct. fake. Correct. Yeah. Title of the episode, Distance is Fake. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, it's a wonderful pedigree. Um, I... Personally just don't think he's gonna win because it's pretty rare that you see horse win the derby and then um the Long Island Classic. You look up what the race was called for a second. Um, but I mean life is very skilled and also talented. So don't rule it out. For Xander Zone. Hello, Skippy.
1: Hello indeed. Okay. Next one in <laughs> <Go ahead>. here <laughs> Next one in here. Uh, this is Calvary Chapel for Eric Nalbone. Eric, uh, the mastermind. Eric. Eric, <laughs> Eric, the mastermind himself, Eric Nalbon. Uh Eric won the Long Island Classic two years ago with Napoleon when he was just coming back onto the scene. Uh, I will say that this horse does not emanate the same vibes that Napoleon did. He did uh, break his maiden. What was your
3: first cl- clue that he ha- is not undefeated or he hasn't run a 99 coming into the race? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: both. Both both we're gonna go Thanks. with both. both um he won his maiden and then lost like four times and then he won a non-winners of two and now eric is putting him in this race and normally i'd be skeptical but i'm not gonna eric is one of those people you don't question eric like probably knows more about this game than anyone else like maybe even M. who knows eric <laughs>
2: uh eric
1: knows that's that's also eric for sure knows
0: more about this game than M does let's just be honest <laughs> <laughs> Love this horse do has
3: Doctor Who is the damn sire, but if we're gonna keep going with this, Distance is a, <laughs>
2: is a myth. Eric knows. <laughs> Eric always knew distance is a myth.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving right along, we're going to Geologist. This horse is by Dragonfly out of a heart of the storm mare. Topaz was undefeated coming in to the Louisville Derby and then was sixth. Kinda didn't have much going on in that race. It was mostly just Hanging out mid-pack and then closed a little bit in the stretch, but um, yeah, he. I want to say that I was telling, or like when I was when we were previewing the Derby, I said that this horse was like it was possible that because he had gutted out pretty much every single win that he was going to be tired. So he comes back after three weeks of rest, so he should be a little bit, uh, a little bit better. We'll see if he can get the distance. Um, But yeah, he also had to come from that. stupidly wide post in the derby he drew post 20 so i don't think that helped him so see how we see how he goes six for five for, i was gonna say six for five lifetime that'd be pretty fun crazy <sighs> mm-hmm. I mean, they went barrier trials now that's kind of how it reads <laughs> he didn't barrier trial so I- i'm an idiot again okay anyway yeah that's geologist <laughs> let's move on good night everybody yeah the podcast <laughs> is over <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah no uh, we have to talk about leto next up is leto for stormy peak this is a hilarious horse. And I'm so glad he's in this race. <laughs> um, my pick in this exact race last year was his half brother Aloft, and that didn't work out. But I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> they okay, look like uh, brothers. Is, they do. They look identical. Um, distance is fake, but it shouldn't be any issue for this horse because he wants to run really, really long. Um, that's the vibe that I'm getting. Um, I think it's a freak. Yeah, if
3: you go up to a stall and you just put your hands on him, like.
0: Yes. <laughs> I just, I sense it. you, it's vibes, distance vibes. Um, I think it's a freak. Um the 5702 workout from a week and a half ago is really encouraging. Um the zero for six lifetime is really discouraging. Um that's like extremely discouraging, actually. <laughs> if he had won, he won any race, I mean this would be this would be a, a potential player here, but I think his confidence might just be completely ruined. But I absolutely love this placement here, honestly. <laughs> His um,
3: confidence isn't ruined right because he went in a barrier trial.
0: <laughs> I, okay, no. Well, we don't know how much a barrier trial actually does. All oh, well, the
3: confidence the I thought it trials.
0: was. Well, I think that's debated. Maybe it maybe is. <laughs> cool. In that case, this is my pick to win Leto for Stormy Peak. I'm rooting for you, Stormy. Peak.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is a hot take. This horse goes off at like 150 to 1. Tim's going to be.
0: Arcong!
3: Oh my god, Tim, mm-hmm. I'll make a bet with you. I'll quit the sim and I'll give you my horses if Leto wins this race. Deal. Okay.
1: Look out. Okay, oh. <laughs> <Fate. Whew. sighs> hey, that was fun. Uh, god, but... if, a,
3: if an over for six maiden can win this race, this is not the game. For... No, no, I'm just kidding. Crazy. I or... would say the opposite. Yeah. God, I would probably scream.
0: I do would... think it happened.
3: It happens.
0: Bird song or something? That was a horse, raid.
3: Mind that bird.
0: I'm talking As about fake of. Yeah, No, I'm talking about Albert's song. Albert's. Oh,
3: Albert's, song. Albert's I, song. I just heard bird song. I'm like, that's not who you're <laughs> thinking <laughs> of. Yeah, Albert's song. But Albert's song was undefeated going into the bumperette So oh,
1: that, was that, that was wild. That was wild. That was my first is-
3: ever broadcast, and I still remember that call so clearly. I feel like I said that before.
1: Maybe this is the new precedent. Maybe he sets a new precedent.
0: Oh my God! Is it <laughs> named after Jared Leto, the actor? <laughs> I don't know. What is, what I mean, Jared Leto was a terrible Joker.
1: Stormy Peak, if you're if you're listening, please uh, answer: Is this horse named after Leto, Jared Leto?
0: Jared Leto, who gained like sixty pounds by eating, by eating like olive oil and ice cream to like play a role in a movie that got zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I remember
0: that. God, I don't even oh. know what movie it was. He played like the, I the can't, it, John oh, Lennon I can't assassin. Remember. He played the guy who killed John Lennon.
2: Oh, Did he?
1: something like
0: that. I don't know. Anyway, I'll look. I'll look it up. Somebody else talk about live tracks.
1: Live tracks. Uh, yeah, live tracks. Okay, this you is don't live get to tracks. Talk about Maximus. This is you. Yes, I'm. I don't want to talk about Maximus, so that is fine with me. Um. Live Tracks, I've said his name many times. I will say it one more time. Live Tracks, for good luck. Uh, this is guy is by Dave Matthews' band out of a Be Prepared mare called Amaze Me, who didn't throw anything before Live Tracks. That checks out uh, for John Excit. Gives all of his uh, the chances to do what it is they do. Uh, this guy was coming into the Derby like cool, but like not. It kind of weird, because he wins the Louisiana Jackpot with a 96, then he wins the Border Derby with a 96, and then he goes all the way down to an 84 in the Albuquerque Park Derby over a field that is not strong. Um, and then he finishes 14th in the Derby, you know, I don't think he got really the trip he wanted. This guy wants the lead, and then he didn't get the lead again in the Baltimore Crown. John Accett said he wants this horse to have the lead, uh, but... Remains to be seen if he could come from off the pace a little bit. I still think there's a little bit of upside in him. Dave Matthews Band, of course, uh, the premier sire in the game. I am already calling him the, the best sire the Sim has ever seen. Maybe will ever uh, be seen. So he has all of that raw uh, Dave Matthews Bandness uh from the sire. And then on the damn side, he has Be Prepared. So uh, distance could work out for him.
3: Distance isn't real.
1: Dis- you're right. Dis- I totally, I totally <laughs> miffed that. Distance is a myth.
3: <sighs> who cares life we're tracks. just gonna preface all of our pedigree analysis with distance <laughs> isn't real yes, is a myth. that's like the equivalent of great. giving your friend life advice and then going i don't know <laughs> so that you're not responsible for when this they screw up okay, i um, found
0: out jared jared leto did play mark david chapman in a movie that was critically panned which is very funny to do oh so jared leto <laughs> love him we gotta stand there's no choice
3: thank you for is is for he the one update. that that's in 30 seconds to mars
0: Yes, yes, he is. Oh, cool.
3: Anyway, <laughs> that little aside. Okay, next up, we're going to talk about a horse who is very near and dear to my heart and is very near and dear to my heart or, or to the heart of my co host, uh, mm-hmm. who is not Tim Matthews. <laughs> I don't know, Tim, do you like this horse? Do you like Maximus? No. Uh, no. See, there you, you go. It's right.
0: kidding. Of course, everybody <laughs> likes Maximus.
3: Oh, yeah. It's like
0: the same favorite horse right now, I think.
3: Possibly. It's a shame that he
0: didn't win either. No, but,
3: okay, Nini was telling me the story of I thought he would. I told him to. Like, the actual dog, and I almost cried. (laughs) So true. Do you remember this, Nini?
1: Uh, I do remember it, I was telling you. Yeah. How did we even get started on that? We started talking about our dogs, and then I started talking about... Oh, we started talking about emergency vets. That's how it it started. Yeah,
3: yeah, that is. Because Nini and I have nothing else better to talk about. (laughs)
1: About Dogs. Dogs, (laughs) horses, sim. Pretty
3: much. Anyway, uh, Maximus, um, fair to say that Nini is kind of annoyed with this horse right now.
1: I don't even think I would use the word annoyed. Like, I don't think that like can exist towards this horse. He is the sole exception. Uh, disappointed is like more the word. Yeah,
3: because like Nini is is, which is on bad. record saying, "I I really want to win the Derby with this horse," and he finishes fourth, and then he finishes fifth in the Crown, but he. Like the finished margins in the crown were kind of crazy. They were all with, I think they were all within like two and a half lengths, something like that, three lengths. Um, yeah, so there's that. But uh, there was a thing that Nini posted in the forum today, even though distance is a myth. Um, Maximus comes from a very similar cross um, as Risen Today. I can tell you exactly what it was. So, um, same sire, both of them were by Kingdom Come. Auto dams, whose sires won the Long Island Classic, and they're from the same female line. Both risen today and Maximus, they're from the Harmony line, and they're on the same sire line cross. Flames and Messiah. So that's cool. Distance is a myth, though. <laughs> yeah, I
1: would 100% love is a myth. to win. Yeah. Thank you. Same. All right.
0: um Next up is knock, uh, no- knock, knock. Knock. Oh, there. Pete Vella. <laughs> Um,
3: <laughs> With three horses in this classic.
0: <laughs> yeah, out. truly. This is the first of the Pete Bella horses. Astonishingly, Pete Bella has 80% of the rest of the field. Um, Pete <laughs> Bella, this horse's name was pronounced like Neoki, like the little potato balls. Did
3: Nyo- you just call it Neoki? Neoki. Noki. Oh. Uh-oh.
0: Oh, now I have to Uh-oh. look it up. Hold on. Let me tell
3: Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a chaos um, episode.
0: Oh, what are we doing? What am I talking about? Oh, yeah.
3: You're talking about no, Knock.
0: Knock for Pete Fella. Um, Dave Matthews Band, Someone Like You, Hold Above, You Never Know, Baltimore Crown Second, Louisville Derby Third. Uh, I thought this horse was going to win one of those races, Um, either the last one or the one before that. He was third and second, respectively. So he's trending up. He's going to win this race based on that. Um, No, Pete's correct. not
3: allowed to win a Triple Crown race, according to
0: Pete. Yeah, that's probably true. But hold on. Let me just...
3: <laughs> Oh. I like knock
0: though. Noki. No you hear that? No, no, no. No, it says, it, it's spelled N-Y-O-W-K-E-E in the pronunciations. so it, it, it's... it's
3: Noki. Noki. Yeah.
0: M was vindicated. Oh, fail. You fail. It's neoki It's not N-Y-O-K-E.
3: It's, it's Noki. First, look,
0: look, look. I will send this to you. I'm sending you no, a screenshot. No, no, no.
3: Pete. Pete is Italian. He will uh, He will tell us.
0: Okay, Pete. Settle this.
3: <laughs> Pete. Pete, join the podcast right now. He's not even in our server. <laughs> okay, let's just keep going.
1: Oh, were we done talking about uh, knock? Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, rip. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, next is a horse that I would love to see win. Everyone would love to see this horse win. I love this horse. Uh, this is Scott Island, named after uh, the greatest uh, Sim player ever. Uh, homebred for Pete Villa. this guy just the stars aligning, you know, by Mr. Awesome, who was named after Scott, that's what Scott uh, liked to refer to himself as, and he was Mr. Awesome, but he was kind of like, get, having the history of that is that he would be like, I'm Mr. Awesome, I'm Mr. Awesome, and then some people would be like, uh eh, like, kind of jokingly, not wanting to call him Mr. Awesome, but it is uh, unanimous. Scott uh, is Mr. Awesome. His horse uh, by Mr. Awesome, out of uh, one of Pete's favorite mares, Il Mio Amore. Uh, this makes him a half to Lazy Dog and another grade one winner, I'm the Bad Guy, and a pretty decent uh, four-year-old filly. Uh, he comes in here off of two uh, victories in the St. Louis Derby and the rivalry stakes. But before that, Pete was kind of not really loving this guy. He breaks his maiden, uh, and then he finishes second to the eventual Derby winner, a neck behind him. Uh, in a state bred race, week 13. He finished his second behind Live Tracks in the Louisiana Jackpot. And now Pete's kind of like, <sighs> like kind of huffing about it. You know, he's quality because barely losing those races with big speed figures. He finished third behind Empty Spaces and Springsteen in the R Real Stakes. Both of those uh, go on to run in the Derby. Uh, Springsteen later balls out with a big race in the New York, New York before he kind of goes into the easier races. I love this spot for him. I think a mile and a half uh, is going to be suited uh, for him, naturally. And I think it would only be fitting that uh, Scott Island would be extremely live in the Long Island Classic. Because Scott, when he was around, he had a lot of great marathon-type uh, horses. So it would be poetic and very fitting uh, for him to come away with the win here. I really hope it happens, S- sincerely. I would love that. Would love that uh, for Pete to get his first Triple Crown win with Scott Island. Would love that for the memory. Of Scott, just
3: there won't be a dry eye in the chat room with this horse. Yeah, here.
1: exactly. Pretty mm-hmm. much, and that's Scott Island. We love you, Scott. We miss you.
3: Okay, uh, we're gonna move on now to Springsteen for Laura Ferguson. John accept bread by Dave Matthews Band out of Goodnight Kiss. This horse was kind of a favorite coming into the Derby. I want to say I saw a lot of people were picking him, um, because he had a crazy good race in the New York, New York, where he beat Winds of Mayhem, Astro, and think well leto i think was in that race too yeah you are everything like four horses that are in the race um so yeah but then he was not super hot in the louisville derby because he was kind of in the back and then just couldn't get anything going he was almost last and then yeah so he comes back after three weeks um i am concerned about distance as i was in the derby but we'll see
0: it's Laura. I mean, she's running this horse in this race, the set of the Week 7 race, so you know that she understands that distance is fake.
3: <laughs>
1: this so, is
0: Who yeah. over Dave Matthews' band, so... Mm-hmm.
3: Distance is a myth. Yeah, so that's Springsteen.
0: Next up is 12 Days of Christmas for Carl Smythe. What a great, greatly timed name Fitting. here. <laughs> yeah, because it's basically Christmas. It's definitely before 12 Days, so um what can you say about it's this the, it's horse
3: it's the, Other the than, fifth
0: day of christmas isn't it I, I don't know i have no idea i guess it's <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> the...
3: is it isn't it no what i don't know are we counting to christmas eve or are we counting to christmas day i thought it's christmas
0: oh, day you just count to christmas day
3: oh i celebrate christmas? on christmas eve <laughs>
0: so weird Same just though. weird
3: same though that's oh. that's for, when me, the for me it's a very cultural thing
1: cultural thing, thing. Notchabuena, anyone I don't know what that is. It's it's the night before Christmas. Very, Uh, like, Latinx
3: thing. Anyway. uh, I see. Anyway. Just to
0: open presents on Christmas Eve with one of my families. Anyway, okay, 12 days before Christmas. Uh, (laughs) One of my families. uh,
3: I'm now just imagining Uh, you just going house to house, like, to five different (laughs)
0: families. I have several secret families that nobody knows about. (laughs) Okay, Okay, so Carl... Yeah, Carl, um... Uh, owns his horse, spread by John. Um, ran a 98 in his second start, which is very encouraging. Um, uh, ran seventh in the derby, which is not a bad finish. Um, was just behind the winner, best revenge, two weeks prior to that. So he's got three weeks off here. It looks good. You know, the pedigree's fantastic. Uh, lines back to Maryland Million, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, actually really close yeah. to Maryland Million. And Damn. That's The oh, dam's out of Maryland that. Million, isn't
3: it?
0: Yeah, yes um so i think this is certainly a good option here 12 days of christmas for crossmouth
1: yes yes okay uh next up we got the baltimore crown winner this is winds of mayhem homebred for jack meyer uh this guy's by james dean out of a man mystery mirror called forgotten hopes who has a really really nice filly uh debuting week 10 like really nice is in one of the fastest of all time so that's one to keep an eye on uh it runs in the family because uh, Winds of Mayhem has done extremely well, has never finished worse than third. Uh, when he did finish, in, uh, finish that third, it was in a really crazy race that went on to be a, a key, key race later down on the Triple Crown Trail. Uh, finished second in the Derby, which has got to be, like, you're happy because your horse got second in the Derby, but like, oof, like, to get second, you know?
3: Second's are still a loser's kind of mentality. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ouch. Like, not really ouch. Like, that's amazing, but like, it depends on your perspective. Uh, well, it's you- like,
3: yeah, it's like I got second, but I was uh, a length, almost two lengths away from the dirt rewinner. We like, it was that close, you know? Yeah,
1: brutal. But whether or not, whether, whatever your perspective is uh, on being that close to the Derby, runs a fantastic race, beats 18 other really nice three year olds, and then bounces back in the Baltimore Crown to get revenge on Best Revenge. So I guess you could say oh. Wins Mayhem had his best revenge there. Ha <laughs> ha! Nice. Thank you. I worked really, worked really hard on it. Anyway, uh, like we said before, distance is a myth, but James Dean did win this race, and Man of Mystery, Sire, Digital Crown winner, so if distance wasn't a myth, I would think that this would be right up his alley. And he's obviously very talented.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Way to go, Giant. Okay,
3: our final horse is one of the 7,000 Pete, Velibre- Pete Vela horses that are in this field, and this is You Are Everything. A $6.8 million purchase by Mr. Wonderful out of URIM, Mary UR Special, who is a Skyfall daughter, I want to say. Uh, this horse did not go to the Derby instead. He went, he was kind of, um, he was in the Juvenile and then he lost the Loki Masterpiece by a necked geologist and then was fourth in New York, New York. So then Pete just kind of hit the reset button button on him and he came back, won the Brushfire Derby. So he comes in, he's got full confidence now, um, but I think he's probably the longest shot of the three Pete Vela breads. I want to say. So that is your field for the Long Island Classic. He had a super fast work, though, so that's cool. It is. Just saying. <laughs>
1: the coolest.
3: Yeah, okay, we should probably run through picks for the three races.
0: Yeah, the last three races.
3: We should. <laughs> your picks, it like it, it, it was forever hard. ago. <laughs> it does. Okay, who you got for the Louisville Classic?
1: Uh, I have Space on top, regardless of whether or not uh, Galaxy's Edge stays in or not. I hope Danny runs uh, his filly in here, because she's lone speed. Mm -hmm. She's the lone quality speed. If she stays in, I think she walks. uh, Knock on wood. Hope that doesn't jinx her, but I really believe uh, that to be the case. And then Witted on the momentum swing and Galaxy's Edge. And if Galaxy's Edge does scratch, then Blue Bite You. What do you think, Mara? Mira?
3: I have the same try as you. <laughs> Get out of here. No. Get out of here. No. Okay. Tim, Tim? thoughts?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, thoughts? Thoughts? Okay. Tim, thoughts? Um, <laughs> uh, all right, I've got uh, Red Carpet Mama, bride indeed, and then Kentucky Roses.
3: Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, Acorn, Mimi, who you got?
1: Shoot, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh... <laughs> Never Enough. Let's go Never well, Enough. Were you just going
3: to say Leto? No, I
1: wasn't. I promise. <laughs>
3: uh, Leto actually going to run in the A-court. Leto
1: it has nothing to do with this poster of uh, the movie Chapter 27 that Tim just put in the chat with <laughs> Jared Leto's face. <laughs> Close up. Um, but I'll take Never Enough. I know she needs a good pace to run into, but this is a field of 12. so She's probably going to get it. I'll take Never Enough on top then Club 33, then Perfect Shadow. Boom. Beat
3: that. I think it's going to be Idea of You. Uh, yeah. Even though, because <laughs> this is a myth. Idea of You is like my chaos pick for this race. Um, oh, yeah. Then Club 33, then, um, Perfect Shadow. Get out of here. No! NeNe! <laughs> stop, being, stop bullying me! Never. <gasps> okay.
0: I've got, uh... I'm processing the field right now. Um okay, silent Suzuka, Danny's horse first. I'm in second, I'm gonna go with shadow for Durzo Blint. And third, running out the trifecta, I think that's what you call it. I yeah. have Flirkin. Flirkin for Susie Rydell. Blurkin. Flirkin.
3: You know, in this on this side of the border, I don't know. I actually I don't know if it's this side of the border or if it's something else. We call them triactors and exactors.
1: Oh yeah, I've heard I've heard it like that before.
3: Yeah. Strange. But it's superfecta, like, you call it a super, uh, it's like, tr- exactor, triactor, superfecta, so it's weird. <laughs> so I get them crossed all the time. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, Belmont. Don't, don't, I mean, don't make classic. me, don't make,
1: no, don't make me pick first in this race, you go first. Okay,
3: yeah, fine, I'll go first, why? Because you're going to pick your own horse to win? I'm
1: actually, I'm really not, I don't, th- I don't think he will, but go, go ahead, I just don't want to pick first. <laughs> I, just I need time to, I need time to think.
3: Okay, I well, I'm picking your horse to win.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah, and then I'm gonna go Astro and then Scott Island, because I need a good storyline in my life, and that's what's gonna give me a good storyline.
0: Yeah, um, I can't see Scott Island missing the board here, not just because uh, we all love Scott, but because I think this is a quality horse. Um, I think Scott's gonna finish third, and then I've got, oh, I had this all planned out, I promise. Of Pete's horses. No, the other one of Pete's horses. Knock? I don't wanna wanna go with Pete's. I wanna go with, um... (laughs) uh springsteen for laura ferguson chaos pick and then Ugh. uh geologist to win geologist is my my pick here
1: the yes, story will chaos um, picks chaos um, just
3: all the way
1: <laughs> i also i was gonna say i also like geologist to win that's a lie i like him to finish second <laughs> i like scott island to win i think coming in on the momentum swing am i picking with my heart a little bit yeah i am but whatever and what of it uh scott island here for the win Think it's the the greatest story ever. Then I'll take geologist in second, and I can't see Winsome Mayhem uh, missing the board, so I'll put him in third. Interesting.
0: Great. Congrats. All right,
3: yeah, that's that's the that's the podcast, you guys.
1: Somehow we yes. did.
0: it Yeah. Oh, did I leave Maximus off my trifecta?
3: You
1: did, but that's okay. He's okay. probably he's not. Oh, he probably won't. I
0: mean, I've been high on Maximus for the you know this Nene for the entire triple crown. You did.
1: Trail. You have. You have. You, and it's reasonable, uh, to leave well, he, him out.
0: He clearly does not have what it takes to win, you know, 4th yeah, and 5th. You know, <laughs> he clearly, he's clearly just not among the best of his peers, totally.
3: You know what, if we're talking chaos, I probably should have just thrown my guy in here and then scratched him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he didn't yeah, you should sure. had. What if he won? Why don't you just run him here? Distance is a myth, Vera. Distance <sighs> is a myth.
3: Because I don't want to run him in the Belmont! He was bad. I was super pissed about the crown because I I was like I didn't have any expectations for the Derby, and then I'm looking like I put him in the crown. I'm like, okay, well, you know, he's got like a decent distance of myth, decent pedigree and whatever to go this distance, and then he was ninth of twelve, and I'm like, get out of here.
0: Oh no! Just don't be mad when the steward texts you in all caps saying, "Why didn't you enter this horse? I ran a simulation (laughs) and he won by four (laughs) lengths."
3: Oh yeah. The simulation, also known as my dream. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening to this chaos episode, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening. I'm toasted. Also, as, um, we will, right now.
3: <laughs> we will. not be doing a Queen's plate whatever podcast just because that's a lot of work.
0: Um, I'm starting my own <laughs> podcast. It's going to be a competing podcast with this one. I will be doing. I will be doing a Queen's plate episode. Um, <laughs> I'm just teasing.
3: You and Carol Hansen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the dynamic duo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing both horses. <laughs> yeah, that'll be exhausting.
3: Yeah, yeah, it will it's be worth it. But I think I think the Queens Derby is a little bit light right now. Well, I mean, you've got I mean, it's four horses. Well, that's what I mean by light. But
1: one of them is Alpha Romeo.
3: One of them is Alpha Romeo. Anyway, have a good week, everybody. We'll talk good to you <laughs> again. We'll talk to you again soon. Like, like probably next week. Week soon. 10. I don't know what's happening uh, week 10. Soon.
0: <laughs> soon. Thanks, for, hey, thanks for having me on. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry for all the editing work I'm making you do here.
3: No, it's okay. It is
1: always a pleasure.
3: Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Good night. I need a song to kill this headache. I need a beat to feed my soul. I need the sound of a thousand voices
2: singing.